Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. I am back in the hosting chair as Gareth has jetted off to Los Angeles for a well-deserved break. It's the day after, actually no, it's two days after the Rams game. We've managed to sweep them for a fourth consecutive regular season. And uh, I think I'll use Jimmy Garoppolo saying, feels great, baby. (laughs) Does indeed. So tonight I'm joined by Ua Najikara. Hey, that's me. Hi, everyone. And terribly exciting Paul Hope. Feels great, baby. <laughs> I had to say it, Lee. I'm not letting you steal my thunder. Yeah, I was kind of expecting that coming in. There'll be plenty yeah, I was of CMC, CMC, baby, during this, this show. Yeah. <laughs> so, for the fourth season run, we swept the Rams. I think I'll hold my hand up and say I, I was quite surprised the way the game went. Um, I kind of had a feeling we would beat them, but the way the game went, it caused a lot of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that way. caused a lot yeah. of anxiety. So, Najee, what did you make of the Rams game? Well, it's just what we cry for week in, week out, isn't it? It's just a good game by Jimmy, a good game by Kyle, you know, very little mistakes, although some that I'm sure we'll talk about. A little bit of luck and and there you go you win easily and you can you know yeah the first half was the first half was a bit iffy but the second half was as comfortable as i've ever been watching a game um yeah I, it's just what we want is this is what niners football should look like and um yeah we're gonna d- dissect why maybe I, I have an inclined that maybe missing debo Amazing juice has actually helped us in a way. Uh, this is my theory, anyway. That's can an interesting theory. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, it's just this is what I want on Sunday. You know, good game, tight game at first, and then Kyle actually putting his brain to it to overcome his opponent, and 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 it's looking good, and it feels great, and all that thing. So, uh, yeah, that's just, that's what we want. Well, what did you think, Paul? Can we play the Rams every week, please? Because <laughs> um, similar to what Nadji said there, Lee, so those of you who, that follow me on socials will have seen Connor Ryan, Teesside local, joined me on Sunday, Nadji. And when Connor arrived, he pointed out we'd never won a game that we'd watched together. Oh, so okay. When half time came and we were getting beat 14 10, I was like, oh, man. Added to the fact that we lost both watch party meetups. But that second half, like Nadji said, Lee, was probably the most comf- comfortable that I've had in a long time. Um, me and Connor fully enjoyed it. As you said, Nigel, we'll get into all the highlights of CMC. Jimmy was the Jimmy that we all have been crying out for. I mean, in a mm-hmm. past happy league, his stats aren't out of this world. But some of the throws he made on Sunday, I mean, the touchdown passes alone were just what we've been crying out for. But for me, you've got a temper expectation, which is probably going to be ironic coming from me. The Rams are not great. I have a couple of mates who are Rams fans. They weren't surprised at all. And when I looked at the stats, Nadji, they are the 29th ranked offence in the league at mm-hmm. the moment. And they've got their own problems. But as you've always said, Lee, it's not how you 
start, it's how you finish, and you can only beat what's in front of you. I've been absorbing all the content lately over the last couple of days. Brad Graham has been doing a great job of breaking down the offensive line. And I actually want to ask Nadji a question before we move on, Lee. So that yeah, one-yard on. touchdown from CMC, Nadji, as a fellow running back, that must have been awesome to watch because everybody on this planet knew where that ball was going. And yeah. it isn't as straightforward as I'd imagine on the one-yard line, punching that in as easy as he did. So how did you feel seeing that play? Yeah, th- that's great. This is what we want. It just reminded me of, you know, Ryan Mosters again against the Packers where we all knew he was going to get the ball and it didn't matter. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great feeling. Um, and it, no, it's not that simple. Uh, sometimes getting one yard, especially when the defense knows what's coming, it's it's not that easy. Game of inches for a reason. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's good that Kyle is understanding the game and just, you know, giving, giving the touchdown his due because he deserved it. Um, and I'm glad he didn't try anything foolish or stupid and 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 then you know the game can go all the way and you lose momentum so yeah no that was you know this is what pete carroll should have done to uh to marshall lynch just give the ball to your best player and usually good things happen <laughs> the, re- the reason i asked that lee is when you go back and you watch it you look at the play by trent williams and uh banks and then kittle come down the, the the work they did to create that gap and cmc i mean there's going to be a lot of cmc talk today folks so strap in 23, what a performance, Lee. But like Nadji said, it was Niners football. We ran the ball well. Jimmy played well. And our defence, that second half, we called for it in the preview, surely. We wanted Ryans to show us, can he make those in-game adjustments? And to shut out the Rams, I would say at home, tongue-in-cheek, Levi's out. <laughs> for me, that second half was just outstanding. What did you make of it all anyway, Lee? You've been very quiet. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to use a football association saying and it, it was definitely a game of two halves. I was very concerned in the first half how easy they were able to move the ball. Um, going back to what I said in the preview show, why aren't we doubling Cooper Cup? He, he was just ripping us a new one every time he uh, went past us. Um, and it kind of it, it showed in the first half, which is why the Rams were definitely the team in, in the first half. But then the second half was just a complete flip side of that. And it was really, really good to see the way we did make those adjustments. Because I think after the, the Chiefs game, after the Falcons game, we were all kind of worried that for some reason, um, Ryan's has hit this slope where he's, he's slowly going backwards a little bit as a defensive coordinator and he's not making those adjustments. Um, but Sunday's game was absolutely excellent the way it all played out. Um, I'm I'm not going to harp on about the defense too much at the moment because I, I do want to I, I do want to concentrate on the the first ever single game ball prediction I have ever gotten right, <laughs> <laughs> and that was as simple as Jimmy will not have any Jimmy isms. Yeah, well. I, he almost I, had to. He almost, he almost had to. Did. Yeah, he almost, he almost had to. I mean, you have to ride your luck. I mean, some of the best quarterbacks in the game are lucky. Yeah, every now and true. again. That's true. Um, I, th- I think some of the throws you put in were really good. Um, obviously not the ones that went straight to Jalen Ramsey and he dropped, but some of the throws that he put in were absolutely great. I think with Jimmy, the speed of his release is as great as strength, and yep. for some reason against the Rams, he always seems to rely on that a lot more um obviously i mean he's got aaron donald there so he wants to get that ball out of his hand as quickly as possible because he doesn't want to be flattened by aaron donald uh and to his credit i mean 
I'm, I'm trying to think in the regular season over the last four years, has Aaron Donald actually sacked him? I know he did in the NFC did, Championship yeah. game. Yeah, I think he did. Um, he did last year, I'm sure. I'm did pretty he? sure he did. I, I, yeah. I'm going to have to check in, the stats on that because I don't think the, he did, you know. On the, on the week 18 one, I think he did maybe once. Okay. Right. Uh, maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. It'll be an interesting stat to to have a look at. So, yeah, I mean, back to Jimmy. The speed of his release was great. Um, it's good to see him. He, he's getting more accurate with his long ball, and I think that's because he's been able to actually do it during a game situation. Um, I, I'm not sure if the impact has been Christian McCaffrey coming on and uh, the, the defence is moving up a little bit to try and get that threat under control. But, yeah, he seems a lot more comfortable. Um, it could be the fact that when he was doing the check down and he's got Christian McCaffrey there, he looked a lot more comfortable in that check down than he has previously. It, it might be a placebo effect. It might not. But overall, he did look a lot more comfortable. I think Kyle absolutely nailed the protection of uh, Jimmy by using the three tight end sets. I, I thought that allowed us to help out the O-line, keep Donald away as much as possible. Obviously, Floyd got f- uh, through a couple of times, um, but I think it worked overall. I think they had um, three, they got to him three times in total, um, which is not too bad considering some of the players that you've got on the Rams team. Um, but overall, I think he felt comfortable because of those three tight end sets and it showed with his passing as well. Um, and one thing I can always admire Jimmy for, even when he knows he's just about to get flattened, he will still step up and make that throw because he's not that concerned about getting injured in that respect. He'll make the throw. So he he, he is tough. He is tough. Um, and hopefully this will be a turning point for him. I'm not saying he's going to be our uh, starting quarterback next year. He is definitely gone during the off-season, um, just like he was this season, <laughs> which was one of my bold predictions in January, which I obviously didn't get right. But yeah, <laughs> overall, um, CMC, wow. Wow, that was just absolutely fantastic. He gets you excited every time he gets the ball. You yep. think something big is about to happen. Um, and, I mean, the the, the throw... The throw was a bit of an alley up in the air and a bit of a floater there. And I was a little bit concerned that it was going so slow that somebody might get across there to uh, whip it off Ayuk, but it got there. And um, the, the actual, the catch, it, it it did remind us of the catch. <laughs> I mean, that picture there, I think that picture might end up being an iconic picture, depending on how we do during the season. Yeah. Um, but I came out of that game completely the opposite of coming out of the Chiefs game. I, I suddenly look at that and think, wow, we looked excellent. We can go toe-to-toe now with anybody offensively and we're starting to get our defensive parts back. Um, obviously, we're recording this 24 minutes. It's actually 24 minutes now since the trade deadline closed. Um, the, we, we'll discuss who's gone out. At the moment, yeah, nobody's come in, but that doesn't mean nobody will be coming. won't be coming in. Was that double negative? Don't know. Um, <laughs> but there's, it's like the English Premier League transfer window. So yeah. once, the, once the trade deadline goes, if you've registered a particular transaction, you then have a few hours to actually finalise that, do all the paperwork and get it through. Um, and generally, th- there's no announcement until all that paperwork's done. So 
potentially while we are recording there might be some breaking news um but if if we do get breaking news hopefully it'll be defensive tackle because i think that's our biggest need we need somebody who can run block up the middle yep what do you think paul well i was just going to say Najee, before you jump in um i don't want you to think i'm having a go but i was chuckling preparing my notes because in the preview show me and gareth and lee were quite bullish about cmc and we're saying uh, we I, got big game. <laughs> <laughs> I got that wrong. I got wrong. I got the score right. As in, we scored 31 points. And when I dropped yeah. that on Thursday night, a few people thought I was a little bit crazy. But uh, I did call a 31 to 21 victory. So I'm, I'm glad I was wrong because 31 to 14 is better. Yeah, but, uh, close enough. You win. You win that one by far. I think we were we were all a bit off. I think to to, to bail you out, Nadji, in the group chat that I'm in with other fans that not not just Niners fans, they were like, "Of course, CMC was going to have a good game. He's one of the best <laughs> running backs in the league." And I was like, "Yeah, but I did say it, and it, it's on there if you go and listen to the pod." But to be fairly, you, you, you've hit the nail on the head. CMC was just awesome. Me and Connor were just sat beaming that second half. Everything went our way, even when he fumbled the ball and Ray Ray McLeod was just sat there waiting to catch it. Like you've said before, Lee, those are the things you need sometimes. Um, yeah. I also liked Sammy Womack on special teams, that big hit he got when yeah. he pinned the... Yeah, I was thinking nice Sunday night was just the emotional roller coaster that we all get aboard. And like you said, Najee, it was quite an easy second half. But uh, Neil Watson probably won't be happy with you, Lee, saying that Jimmy won't be the starting quarterback next year. Let him enjoy his flowers. I mean, Jimmy's had a lot of praise. And rightly so. But when you were talking about his touchdown pass to CMC, CMC was his fifth read on that play. And when not you even watch... a read. He's not <laughs> even a read on that. He's, when... he's not in a play, CMC. That's, that's you... all improvisation. That. Yeah. And when and you it was watch all it back, Nadji, when you watch it back and you see the all line and you see the protection, and you you hit, you were rightly, the way Jimmy steps into that pocket, keeps his feet moving. And like you said, he's just about to get hit and he throws that ball off. And like you said, the way CMC went up, I mean, you've played the game more than I have, Nadji. The fact that he was able to get that high up and just make it look effortless and the way he pulled it down. <laughs> to be fair, Lee, yeah. that was when Tracy dipped in the front room and she seen me and Connor jumping around like two idiots, high five and hugging. She was like, <laughs> oh, is the game going well then, boys? I was like, yeah, you can say it's going all right, Tracy. You, you can say that. <laughs> and it's safe to say she's sick of hearing CMC, baby, and me watching Already. that. That that throw though, Nadji, that I mean it's a trick play, like you said, Lee. It's a bit of an alley oop. But when you watch it back on the all twenty two, it shows how respected CMC is in the league because the safety bites on him running the ball. And that's what gives him the time to just literally put it up. Because if you watch it back, it looks like Ayuk's going towards the sideline and he's got that much time, he can actually turn his head and like CMC kind of directs him to the end zone and just floats that pass. But it was a thirty plus yard pass, Lee. <laughs> not 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 many of them we see as 49er fans, which I think Nadji knows where I'm going with that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, th- there's an interesting comment made that um, Jimmy's never thrown a ball over 30 yards. I, I think well, the yeah, actual, just... yeah, I think the actual technical stat is he, he's never thrown it. Yeah, touchdown, yeah. yeah. yeah um, so. But actually throwing the ball over 30 yards, yeah, he's done that. Well, the Dwelly one was probably more than 30, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so. So, so I just want to uh, clarify something as well, because the terminology used between um, English football and uh, the NFL um, can be conflicting sometimes. And I've used the term tonight, which is actually a, a, a play 
in the NFL. It's called the alley-oop. Um, but in, in English football, what we used to call an alley-oop is when you just kick the ball up in the air as high as you can get it. Um, and that's what oh, really? we called an alley-oop. Yeah, that's what we call an alley-oop. Um, alley-oop, mind your head. Um, so I just want to clarify that. I wasn't saying it was an alley-oop NFL player. No, that's an, that's an NBA player, though. <laughs> that could be, though, in January, that could be the player we all look back on, Lee. Like you said, you know, we're down 14-10, late third quarter, third and two in the red zone. And like you said, that could be as iconic, especially the fact that, like, the angle, and I don't know if you've seen the footage, the 49ers released of it from, like, behind the goal line. It's like, yeah, it must be, like, 5K footage. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> I keep watching it over and over, but... Where do we where do we go with CMC? If that's in with only half the playbook, like you said, Nadji, on Thursday night, he's going to yeah. be a little bit more dangerous when he gets the whole playbook down. Well, there's a lot to unpack. You guys have gone, you guys have gone crazy. You're too excited. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I did say we're the 29th offense. I did try and temper it a little bit. And I haven't um, quite mentioned February yet, Nadji. So I'm trying to keep calm. No, I know, I know. I think let's put it in perspective. I think the Rams are shocking. Um, they are really, really bad right now, and we just beat on a bad team. But the way we should have, you know, there's no absolutely no thing taken away from that um but yeah let's uh, let's talk cmc because uh, he's the he's the star of the show on sunday um i agree i just he just he's a difference maker you know that that little play when he he catches the ball as a check down and then puts his his foot in the ground turns around and the defenders go the other way that's the kind of thing i don't think mitchell can do that i can't i don't see any of our running backs doing that i don't even think debo does that they will just truck some people. Um, you know, every time he gets the ball in his hand, it, there's a potential to be a touchdown. And that's just that's just something that is just like Debo, but he's more available than Debo because he comes off the backfield, which is a lot easier to hit. And um, and then, yeah, it allows you to do these this kind of plays where everything's broken down, everybody's covered, and nobody's really covering McCaffrey and then he just sees a, an opening goes for it and Jimmy just lays it up out there it's just yeah that's just beautiful um and and only caliber player like he is can bring that kind of thing to us and uh people are already saying <laughs> it's the best trade ever I think I yeah I agree it's just it's just one game though let's see um and I have no doubt he will replicate this kind of performance and maybe even more you know, he didn't rush for that much. I think, what was it, 18 rushes for 94 yards? Yeah. I can see him breaking 150 on, on games sometimes when we need him to run the ball and not catch the ball all the time. But yeah, it's just, that's why we traded for him. It's, it's just another weapon uh, the defense has to account for. And, and it's not even just him. It opens it up for for Kill. It opens it up for Ayuk. Um, it's just, yeah, it just brings that extra level of, wrinkled out um and, and especially with jimmy in the center um see what he does to his game he went 21 for 25 i don't think he's ever done that high of a percentage um with us is it yesterday i think was jimmy's best game uh by a long shot i even think he was better than against the saints well i, I can uh, guarantee he's never ever done that percentage before because that yeah. was the uh the, the best completion percentage since 1995 and steve young there you go. So, yeah, that, that's what a guy like CMC can bring to you. It, it makes other people good around him as well as being a difference maker, which is, I'm so excited to be able to uh, 
to watch him again and uh, and see where that takes us. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my thing, my thought on CMC. Um, you say we're su- getting overexcited, Nadji. Who out of the three of us has ordered the twenty-three jersey? May yeah, I, I did. Ask I, and, I did. Uh, okay. No, I did. That's yeah. To, to be fair, you always <laughs> say the eye test, so you don't look at the stats. You're right. The the ninety-four yeah. yards and eighteen carries, but he had seventeen total touches on Sunday, Nadji. One hundred eighty-three yeah. yards, three touchdowns, and he's only the fourth player in history with the one pass and touchdown, the one rushing touchdown, and the one throwing. Yeah. But ironically, Lee, there's a stat that I thought you'd be interested in. It's the first time CMC has done that. Well, sorry, the last time he did that was in 2015, December the 5th, when he was playing for a certain college team. Yeah, Stanford. Yeah. So I think he did it in 2018 as well with, he, the, he, with the Panthers. He did do it in, uh, yeah, he did it for the Panthers. Yeah, so it's not, not the first time. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's one of not many to have ever done it. And the least uh, that he's with is pretty impressive. So uh, it was Walter Payton and... LT, right? Yeah, yeah, LT. Yeah, so not bad company to keep. I mean, not we're bad excited company indeed, yeah. because some of yeah, the no, I know, I know, I'm excited too. And... I, I did buy a jersey. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's Chinese one, but I still bought a jersey. Um, I, I just hope that with the news we had today, it doesn't change number, which I don't think it will. Well, funny enough, I'm on Twitter now, and it's just been reported that it's changed to 22. No, I doubt it. I doubt it. He would have. He would have to. Uh, with the new rules, he would have to buy the whole stock, wouldn't he? So, um, ah, right. Yeah, he can't. He can't do to that. To be fair, though, yeah. actually, even if he changed it, though, that, that iconic, like Lee said, that yeah, that, yeah, it's just iconic with twenty three. But yeah, and, and about the white one as well, just so, to remember. The, so yeah. I, I don't particularly think he's going to change it because he won. No, number, I don't think he is. Yeah, he won number five at Stanford. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't yeah. think twenty two will be that precious to him. And I think moving into a new number with a new franchise, yeah. um, obviously he's, he's not getting five. Well, <laughs> controversial. <laughs> he's not getting five at the moment. Um, I doubt it. I doubt yeah, it. I doubt it as well. I doubt it. I, mean, um, yeah, I, 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 think, I think you're safe with 23, to be fair. I think so, yeah. I hope so. I was just going to say, though, Nadji, before we move on, because we're on the running game, I thought Jeff Wilson Jr., when he came in and he had those like couple of runs towards the end, I thought that was a good sign moving forward. I was going to talk to you about that in my notes, but obviously since we've recorded, Jeff Wilson's been traded. So I think that's more the fact that Debo's coming back. We've got Mitchell coming yeah. off IR. Yeah. Hopefully and we've got TDP, we've got Mason. You know, I, yeah. I, yeah, we, we can talk trade in a minute. I, I, just, I really like the two-back set that we, we put in. It's not something we really ever done. Uh, unless it was Debo, which obviously is in the back. Um, but, you yeah, know, it's it's great to see. Um, now I want to talk Jimmy because, yeah, we, we have to, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I, he still needs to work on his long throw, though. I think the throw to Dwelly, if he oh, leads him a little bit, yeah, yeah. It, it might be a touchdown, uh, like a 60-yard touchdown or 70-yard touchdown, maybe. Um the throw to Rare McLeod was really good. I think he should have high pointed down. It should have that should have been a touchdown. Uh, and then yeah, there's also the the throw to to Jalen Ramsey. Really, I don't know who he was throwing to on that one. Uh, you know, it's okay. I think we got a little lucky yesterday. You know, you mentioned the fumble that landed gracefully into Rare McLeod's hand, the one that Kill you know recovered. Um, if that goes another way, you're in for a different game, right? And this is why it's so important to be mystic free in the NFL. 
um, on a good day, that kind of thing is good for you, and and you win by uh, what did we win by? The twenty? What did thirty-one fourteen? Yeah, thirty-one fourteen. Um, and, and you, the the other day you go and you play the exact same game, and those three plays go the other way, and and the, the score might be uh, very very different. So um, let, let's hope he can, you know, he, look at the tape and try and erase those um, those mistakes, but. My point is, and I want to talk to Kyle via talking Jimmy, is I think missing Debo and missing Juice uh, shrunk down the playbook so drastically and that it made it easier for Jimmy to manage. And I think that's what's put him in a lot more of a comfortable spot. He didn't have to worry too much about going through four or five progression. He just had three, basically. So it, is Ayuk open? No. Is George open? No. Dump it to CMC. It's you know it, it's a lot simpler, and that's what rookies get to do in the NFL. Usually, you see Trevor Lawrence doing it uh, right now. He's, he's got two reads, and if it's not there, just dump it. Um, and, and see the result. I think Kyle has been masterful uh, on Sunday at producing an offense that Jimmy can actually execute for the first time. Um, I've always said I don't understand why Kyle keeps pulling plays that we know Jimmy can't can't produce at all, or keep throwing you know those plays where G- we know Jimmy might throw that hospital ball or that stupid pick. Instead, he just put plays that Jimmy's good at, and and the result is clear as day. You know, 21 for 25 is absolutely unreal. It, it, it's, I, I don't even understand why we it took so long to get here. But this is what I want to see more, uh, you know, even with Debo coming back, even with Juice coming back. Have concepts, that's one, two, it's not there. Throw it to, C- to CMC or wherever the back is, wherever the check down is. And uh, and I think good things will happen for us. Because Ayuk is also a playmaker, and Debo is also a playmaker, and Kale is also a playmaker. So uh, if I think if we simplify it, and maybe, you know, it's that pride we were talking about with Kyle of having this genius you know, pending above his head. And maybe you don't need to be a genius. No, not yet anyway. Just wait for Trey to be here and see if he can grasp, you know, your concepts. Before now, let's just play the game we played on Sunday. Just simple stuff. And uh, and I think we'll, we'll probably be on the right side of uh, of history and hopefully in the playoff and making a push. I don't I don't know if you guys agree or disagree, but this is what I saw. I just, it was so much more decisive. It was like one, two, boom, get rid of the ball. Yeah, like like before before Lee jumps in, Nadji, it was a perfect recipe, wasn't it? Jimmy threw for 235 yards. Like you've said there, 21 of 25. It could have been 22 because he wasn't far away from that deep early shot to Rere McLeod. He saw it a little bit late for me, but he did what Jimmy does best. He kind of readjusts after that. He kind of gets a bad throw out of his system. Then he bounces back, but you'll both chuckle because on the touchdown to Kill, me and Connor yeah. were sat watching it, and I was like, the way they were set up, the fact that it was third and goal, I said to Connor, yeah, they're not they're not passing this here. We're just going to try and run it in. Then Jimmy comes out with a pocket, Nadji, like you said, kind of bootleg. You see Kittle yeah. sprint across the back, and that was a great throw by Jimmy. And yeah, I just turned to Connor and said, Gus goes to show what I know, Connor. Don't listen to me. And we both <laughs> laugh. But you, you're right in what you're saying there. It's, it's not rocket science, but you've got to give Kyle some credit because he went into his bag of tricks. And I know we've seen the trick play against the Rams before. But at least he showed, like you said, he kind of took the shackles off a little bit, didn't he? He kept it simple, and that was the result. And if we can have this version of Jimmy every week, boys, 
sign me up because let's face it, not many teams will want to play against us when that offense is clicking like that. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Bob. I completely agree with that. I'm actually going to stay away from the Jimmy Loving because I've already done a Jimmy Loving. Um, <laughs> and I just want to mention this one particular player which I absolutely loved. And that was by all pro Fred Warner. Where where <laughs> you run which one. Yeah, where you yeah. run across the field, halfway across the field, and speed the Rams player through the air. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it was like some sort of Superman dive. It was absolutely fantastic. I've watched that on loop for a good 20, 25 minutes this afternoon. Hold that thought because you will like tomorrow's tweet from the 49 Faithful UK about it being Wednesday because there's a certain picture that I'm going to be using, Lee, and you've just mentioned it. All right. So have you actually got a still picture of him yes, in there? Yes, I've you? seen it earlier and it looks even better than the video because he's in full Superman flight mode. Oh, he really is, about yeah. to hit. So <laughs> it was going to be heading into Wednesday like because I'm going to have some fun. The the UK Rams tagged us after they beat us in the championship game. Yeah, they I did. tend not to get involved in that kind of thing, but they were getting a bit bravado before the game on Sunday. And then since Sunday, Nadji, there's been a little bit about how we were lucky, how you know Jalen Ramsey oh, should have picked him off, and there's this. I mean, we thought, were, but we were also the better team. And <laughs> yeah, scored some points in the second half. So I see what yeah, happened. I mean, what, what you just said there, Nadji. The Rams can't say the same thing about the NFC Championship game because the Rams weren't the better team. They, they were just yeah. lucky. They, they, and I, we I, dropped I, a pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think both teams pretty much cancelled each other out. Yeah. Um, I, I'd, I'd, even, I'd even be as bold to say we, we, we shaded that game as far yeah, as being the better team. It's just yeah. that too many mistakes led yeah. uh, to the Rams going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, but, yeah, I, th- I think they've got a cheek calling us out saying that we've been quiet all season and we only pipe up after a win. I mean, that that's quite fresh, seeing as we've uh, beat them eight games off a trot now in the regular season. And the only time you actually he- heard from them was after the NFC Championship game. <laughs> yeah. They've been quiet all really. season. Typical. I think there's also the sour grapes that we took over Levi's South and it was a sea of red. Yeah, but, again. You know, moving, away, moving away from the Jimmy Lovin, you've mentioned there, for me, Nadji's original man crush, all pro Fred, was back to his best on Sunday. And it was, was great to see. He was just everywhere. Like you've said it before, Nadji, he's the quarterback of the defence. And it showed on Sunday for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we started uh, really showing the defence that we were showing before, um, you know, before the Falcons game. Uh, as soon as we started blitzing Fred and unleashing him, really. Because that's pretty much the only way we can generate pressure now until, you know, Armstead comes back and hopefully Kinglow. Uh, clearly, the first half was very much the same. We tried to send just four and it just didn't work. Um, again, uh, Spence and Givens and Ridgeway just aren't quite cutting in the middle and putting it all on Bosa's shoulder and Omenihu or Ibukum. Um but yeah, Ryan's adjusted at the half and put Omenihu Ebukam and Bossa on the field as well as Fred and uh, Ridgeway and sending all six um, or five or six every much every time we needed to, and that worked. I put Stafford on a, a you know coming out of the pocket and put a lot of pressure on him, which on Kiefer down helped us a lot because they were they were five for six in the first half. Yeah, they were. 
And uh, I think this is where, you know, the dread started looming again. And we were just thinking, oh, here we go again. We're not going to be able to get off the field and it's just going to march down like they did. And, you know, the two treasure drive that they put on us was were pretty good. And, um, but yeah, it, Ryan's adjusted, Kyle adjusted, and yeah, and Fred was out of his mind uh, completely and, and truly back where he was. Is um, all pro level, as you said. And it's good to see, especially I thought Oren Burks had a, one bad drive essentially apart from that he played really well yeah considering he's, he's a backup i think it's, it's pretty good uh, not easy to do to you know slipping and and uh and take on for greenlaw has been playing really really well so yeah good 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 defensive showing but a good you know wake up in the in the second half and adjustment and and tightening around the uh, around the edges and yeah Lenore played really well uh Ufanga played okay I think I don't think he was quite as good as I, w- I wanted him to to be especially on that Stafford touchdown I think he should have gone and taken him out um uh Gibson was good Ward was solid apart from a couple of plays which I'm still scratching my head about uh and then Mooney Ward was uh, brilliant again. So, yeah, it's good to see the defense back to the level where we know they can play out. So, um, find an alternative to be good, which is good. So, I, de- I definitely don't want to uh, bash on Jimmy Ward because I do like him as a player. I, I think he's a good player. He- he's a steady player. I don't think he's great, but I think he's, yeah. he's consistently good. But what on earth was he doing after the player was called dead and he was still punching at the ball with his club? No idea. Pretty much the same he was doing, trying to cover Allen Robinson on that pass on the sideline, just daydreaming. So I don't know. Yeah, um, it, he, I just he does it really that. Strange. Yeah, he does that. I, I've seen him do that plenty of time. Not the the aggressiveness. That's something that was new. Um, but yeah, I d- no idea. Yeah, what are you doing? Don't go yeah. to that level. Don't you know? Uh, yeah, that's a recipe for fifteen yards that you don't need, is it? Do, do you know what I think it was? I think you saw the Rams player on the floor and he went up and he was thinking, you're Nagy, you're Nagy, you're Nagy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Be the Nagy, be the Nagy. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, Lee, like you, you talk about that, that could have gone the other way, though. It's like when Alan Robinson pulled that one in on Fafanga yeah. and then taunted him and it negated yeah. the play. And Nadji always talks about your playmakers making your big plays. And just before we moved off, Fredley, Warner was the one who got the sack to start yeah. the second half that ended the drive. And he had 12 tackles. It was a, a game high 12 tackles for Warner. And like you said, Nadji, we, we said it a couple of weeks ago when Hafanga was playing well, Warner was being a bit quiet. We'd take it every week. If Warner's going to be good, Hafanga's quiet and vice versa. It's not a bad yeah. problem to have, especially, like Absolutely. you said, I think Burke's got a bit of a raw deal on the touchdown, because let's face it, Lee was wary of Cooper Cup, as we all were coming into this game, but I think it was just kind of a bit of a, a broken down coverage. I don't think Burke's ever going to be able to cover him in that situation. No, yeah, total order to put a linebacker on Cooper Cup, really. <laughs> <laughs> it just made the second half even better, the fact that they didn't score. And and to be fair, I was cringing seeing Cup still in the game, and I'm I'm praying he isn't seriously injured because you don't like to see injuries regardless. No, of which especially team just, on, so. he's he's a good he's one of the one of the good guys that they have. Uh, he seems like he's not Jalen Ramsey or Aaron Donald opening his mouth and making enemies. He seems like a like a nice guy. So yeah, hopefully he's all right. But yeah, 
Please, some good news. Running back Elijah Mitchell tells Matt Mayoko that he plans on returning after the bye week. There you go. I mean, makes sense. We'll talk about it in a second when we finish talking right. about the game. So I've only got one more thing to say about the game, to be honest, and that is I was absolutely loving the beef between Robbie Gold and Jamie Ramsey. <laughs> I knew you were going to. That's exactly where I was going to go as well. Yeah, that was great. That's amazing. Yeah, loved it. I, I don't know what was said, but I loved the fact that Robbie Gold got up in his face. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, anytime we can, you know, badmouth Jaron Ramsey or put him off his game, because he, he had a terrible game again against us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, especially when your 40-year-old kicker is is giving you some, then uh, you know you're in good, you're good for game at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all, that was awesome. That was awesome. Tell you what's great to see how bad Ramsey was. He seems to be in the background of all the big players on Sunday, which yeah, made it, it even better because of the way he is. The only thing I wanted to say, Lee, before we moved on to the other news, back in the watch party a couple of weeks ago, we were asked several times by the 49ers, by Sky Sports, how can we grow the game in the UK? And the fact that Sunday's game was on Sky, I felt it was a bit disgraceful that we didn't yeah. get to see the game with 4.46 left in the first quarter. Red that's, Zone that's... Yeah, it's on two other channels, Nadji. And that's I it's all BS. It's all BS. That shouldn't happen. You're paying for two subscriptions, maybe, or maybe you're just paying for one. Whatever is the case, you announce a game. People get excited about it, and especially Sky Sports should know. Uh, you know, with their deal with blacking out a game, that the only way some people might want might watch their team in the in the UK, and they're trying to grow the sport as much as we are. Is to show the game. Why are you, you know, you've got a million Sky Sports. How about you put the Falcons, uh, Panthers, which was a great game. Don't get me wrong. I get that some people want to watch the end of that because they're Falcons fans and Panthers fans. But you've got Sky Sport Two, Sky Sport Three, Four, Five, Six, and Sky Sport whatever. Put it on that for for 20 minutes. Um, that's what they do in the states. You know, when the game, if you watch college football, if the game goes to overtime. It says at the bottom, this game is on ESPNU or ESPN2, whatever, and we'll be back right here as soon as the game is over. It's it's absolutely disgraceful. You pay good money, um, you should be able to watch whatever you want. It's Yeah, it, completely agree. There should be a red button option. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah well, whatever the technology, right? They, yeah. they can do it. It's, it's 2022. Don't, don't start serving me. It, it, you are especially blacking out this thing. This is the UK only thing it doesn't happen in france it doesn't happen in the holland it doesn't happen in germany you know whoever's showing the game in those countries isn't blacking out the game the game pass it's this is purely a uk thing and yet again you you know screwing people over by you know missing half an hour of game that's, that's not acceptable what made it worse is the flash to us at one point and neil reynolds turned around and went oh it's nil nil now, in the group chat that I've just referenced there, I was mourning about it this morning. And I was saying, you're all Premier League fans. Imagine if it was Liverpool, Man City, and you've put the telly on at 25 past eight, expecting that game to kick off, and you miss the first 15 minutes. You, yeah. you lose the feel of the game. I mean, we still yeah. prepare for these pods. I had him on up up there. I couldn't tell you what happened in the first 10 minutes if we'd recorded last night, because we couldn't watch the game in 40 back, because it's blacked out for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. to mention yeah. it, because the talk about growing the game, and it is frustrating because, yes, I could get a VPN. Yes, there's probably other ways to watch it. But like you said, Nadji, I was watching on Sky Sports. My friend was round. We had the telly on. We were sat waiting. And then we were having to rely on Twitter. We were having to rely on the game yeah. day thread. 
And then and you, you say it's like the Premier League, but it's not. There's 64 games in the Premier League. There's 18 of these. And then we have to wait six months again to watch our team play. It's not the same. It's totally no, different. No, I just meant what they... The, the game... No, I know. I know. But it, it's really not the same. You know, it, the NFL is such an event and it's such a, for a short time. You missing a quarter is essentially you missing about 5% of the season. And it's just not... You know, it's not cool. It's just not... You, the amount of money you're making, I, I don't care. Find a solution. It's it's your problem, not ours. It shouldn't be our problem. It's uh, yeah. I'm not. I would definitely ring them and ask for a refund of the whole month and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, if I were you. And I will yeah. never buy Sky. That's for sure. Right. So, so the message is Sky Sports must do better. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's move on to the trade deadline, and I'm, I'm going to start in a bit of a strange way. So let, let's forget about what's happened as far as the 49ers is concerned. Are both of you aware of the game Jeopardy? Yes. Yeah, so you know how it works. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to say something, and I want you to give me the answer. <laughs> Ho- hopefully hopefully one of you are dialed into where I'm going with this. <laughs> right? a long shot, so here you go. Things you love to see. CMC, baby. <laughs> <laughs> is it the Packers not trading for anyone? Nah, neither one of you has got it. I thought one of you might have picked this up. So the Rams were actually beaten by the Dolphins to the signing of Bradley Chubb. Oh, oh. yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't know it, that. I knew they were in for Brian Burns, but I didn't know they'd gone for Chubb. So they'd gone for Chubb as well. They'd offered two first for Brian Burns, and the Panthers turned them down. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know how true that is. That's quite yeah. a bit big hole but there might be rumors it might okay. be rumors but it's also it would have been 2025 20, 2026 20, exactly so that's probably why exactly yeah. because the panthers need picks now yeah exactly let's okay. try again lee <laughs> things you love to see <laughs> well the rams losing in the in our house their house our house <laughs> okay um, under the 49ers trade there and yeah uh, so we traded Jeff Wilson for a fifth money do, do, round. Do you think that was a? Do you think that was worth it? Absolutely, he wasn't drafted. You got value for a pick. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. he yeah. wasn't drafted. Um, yeah, I know that. I know that, but he is. I, I just can't help feeling he's better than he's a fifth round pick. Yeah, maybe. He's, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe he's no more than a fourth, but even then, a fourth is a higher pick. I mean, John Chapman was proposing a sixth round pick earlier, Lee, and it, when it, the news broke, right. he tw- he tweeted out that getting a fifth is huge. And, and like Nadji said, he was an undrafted free agent. When you've got everyone fit, I was I was slightly disappointed because I said I thought he linked well with CMC on Sunday, but when you look at who we've got coming back, and we weren't going to get a compensatory pick for him at the end of this year, no, so to get exactly, something yeah. for him now, personally, I think it's a good move by the franchise. To be honest. I think it's a great move. His, his highest uh, rushing out is 600 in 2020, that dreadful season where everybody was injured. Um, he wasn't drafted. And he, yeah, he's been a really good player for us. And I'm, I'm sad to see him go. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he, he's been really, really good for us. And, you know, it's you know it's a shame. But getting a fifth back is out of his... You know, if you put it in perspective of what we pay for CMC... It just makes the deal even sweeter, right? Because you absolutely would have given Jeff Wilson Jr. to the Panthers for a second, third, and fourth. 
Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think it's a great. I think it's a great pick. I think it's a great trade. Well, on your th- theme of jeopardy, Lee, I'll yeah. turn the tables on you. Which round do the 49ers traditionally trade well in the draft? That would be <laughs> round five. That'd be so round five. Exactly. With the Jeff Wilson move now, we've got three fifth round picks. Next Potentially, year. yeah. yeah. So, Depending if definitely two, maybe three. So. And we don't do bad in the fifth round, boys. And if we've got a couple of picks in that round, you know. Imagine that. So, so we definitely have three uh, fifth round picks. We've got two third round picks, both of them compensatory picks, three fifth round picks, one sixth round pick, and three seventh round picks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we had nine, now we've got 10. It just gives us a bit of ammo to move up if we if we see somebody we really want. Um yeah, I, I think it's great. It's a great trade, and it'll play more in Miami, I would imagine, because Ray Mostert isn't the most healthier back ever. So, um, and we offload the contract. I, I don't know what his contract was, but it, I, yeah, it was in the final year. Nadji was due to be yeah. an unrestricted free agent, and I think what Nadji's added, what some people on the group may have forgotten, just with the news night, it does make the CMC trade look better in my eyes. Getting that yeah, it does. back, yeah. Absolutely. He wasn't going to get signed again next year, Lee, so we'd have lost him. So to get something back now, especially some people were concerned about the amount of picks we'd give up for CMC. We've got one back now. So, yeah, I think it's a good move. Yeah, and we, we saved yeah. half a million dollars in cash. So, you know. I mean, th- these people who were concerned about the amount of picks that we gave up for gave up for uh, Christian McCaffrey, I, I think we've had the pants down. I, I think we've absolutely robbed them blind. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think it's great value what we paid for CMC. But if you tap on that, uh, you know, the fifth pro- or and Jeff Wilson, I think it's even a better value because you're offloading money and uh, you're getting what's supposed to be your best round drafting back. So, yeah. I, the I only know. worry will be Nadji's in a couple, few weeks' time when Lee's over there and the Dolphins come to town. Don't be blaming me and Nadji, Lee. <laughs> if Jeff Wilson has a good game, <laughs> don't be saying you two <laughs> said it was a good deal. So well, I, I, yeah. I, I've got a feeling that that game might get flexed, you know, in the prime time. Uh, it probably will. If we keep, if we keep winning, if if the Dolphins find a way of winning games as well, because they've been kind of struggling a little bit. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I think. Um, so over the over the cap are on the money because they've actually already updated the uh, the 49ers cap situation and Jeff Wilson is no longer there. <laughs> I, I wanted to see how much we were going to save. Yeah, the problem with the uh, half a million for five hundred seventy-five thousand apparently. Uh, see, half of, uh, basically half of his contract this year. Right. See, on the theme of trades and picks, Nadji, Jordan Elliott tweeted out: If you look what the Dolphins have done with the picks that they got from us for the deal mm-hmm. to get Trey, and they've turned that into Jalen Waddle. Tyreek Hill and Bradley Chubb. So yeah. there's a lot of, on the other side of that move, like people say, no, but that's not what we gave up, but that's what the Dolphins have done with those picks. So maybe we're accumulating picks, like Nadji said, so we can jump up ahead of next year, or we'll just have to see, won't we, what John Lynch has got planned. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> Trey Lance is going to have to be uh, <laughs> really good to uh, amount to these few players, but <laughs> that's not well, that's what works. I said. He has to be Patrick Mahomes, Josh yeah. Allen mixed in. When you, but that's what I said that you, you've got to put it in the context. Obviously, we yeah, traded the picks not knowing. And obviously, there's a lot of talk, like you said earlier, you know, stand, CMC isn't going to take the five jerseys it stands. And as it probably will be Jimmy's last year, we're hoping Trey's going to be back. 
But it just goes to show you sometimes if teams accumulate these picks, what they can do with them further down yep. the line. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Do we have any more on the trade deadline? Well, we're going to play Bradley Chubb again. That's very annoying. <laughs> we're going to have to play Jeff Olsen. Um, no, I mean, it's, people say it's been crazy, but it's not. It's not. I've seen worse, I guess. Well, better kind of thing. Yeah, so those 10 trades went through today. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, some stuff might not come out till tomorrow. So at the moment, yeah. I'm not sat here thinking there's any earth-shattering trade that rocked the NFL, but... <laughs> The Bradley Chubb one is surprising, though, because the Broncos was basically just defense, um, as they showed it in London. I think, you know, 21 points off one of one of those off a pick six. I don't know. It's just an interesting uh, team building strategy, but whatever. Yeah. Okay, guys, thank you very much for joining me tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all the listeners that download and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Um, Please remember to like us and also check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until next time, go Niners. Go Niners. Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget.